Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. <laughs> if you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because it's because I change everybody's voices. You don't have to be anonymous, though, on my show. If you're out and proud of your lifestyle that you lead, that's cool, too. But if you want to be anonymous, I do change voices. People make up phony names. You could call me from a phony number. I don't care even to know who you are when you call in. I don't do intel. I don't want to see your pic of your face or anything like that. I just want to hear your true story. So if you have an interesting, naughty, uh, true story that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, you could be on my show. Go to my website, Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Dot com. If you want to call into my confessions hotline and leave a confession, you can. The number is 347-420-3579, 347-420-3579. Those are edited. The voices are changed over there. I take out phone numbers if you leave them. Just make sure you're in a quiet place. You got four minutes to leave a message if you need longer. Just call back. I edit them together. Uh, all of those anonymous confessions are on my Patreon. You're going to want to go join my Patreon, not only to listen to all those anonymous confessions. There's hundreds of them on there. You get all the anonymous pics of all of my hot female guests who have been on the show. They all send me hot, sexy pics of themselves. Those are on my Patreon. You get Q&As where I answer all kinds of questions. But the best thing that you get on my Patreon that people love the most is access to my private discord where everybody's getting super naughty x-rated you could do whatever you want on discord it's a place where my the people that are on it could post their own stuff and get x-rated you could email people post stuff talk to people post videos people are hooking up on there i am getting emails all the time oh so and so i hooked up with so and so i don't get involved in my discord but there's a big community over there over 1800 people You only get access to it if you join my Patreon and it's only $5 a month for all of that. I really keep saying I'm going to raise it, but I'm like, why raise it? So many people join for five. Why not keep it super cheap so that a million people sign up and everyone has effing fun? The link to my Patreon will be in the description. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. I will leave all the links and the phone number and the email and all that shit in the description so today is a fact or fiction i feel like this one sounds very much like a fact and some people are going to be like why do you think it's fiction kathy but that's just my feeling this guy's name is chris he's got a small dick i'm not insulting him he's into himself having a small dick he's one of those guys who's into small penis humiliation He's also a very into, and a lot of times these two things go together, knowing that his girl is fucking somebody else. And we talk all about that. First, we talk about the like how big he is. I think he might have a micro penis. He talks about some humiliation that happened to him when he was little, when he realized he was like into that, how his dating life went because of his little dick, and then how he met his new girl. Now, listen, if this story is true, 
which a lot of you, I think, will think it's true. Chris hit the fucking jackpot, okay? I have, I personally think it's a very hard line for a girl to ride if she's got to humiliate her guy and treat him like shit on a daily basis. I don't know. I don't know that I could do that and still stay turned on by the guy, but by my guy, right? But Chris met a girl who's very dumb. Like she's very into humiliating him. She was into that from the get-go. And from the get-go, at a certain point, very early on, she started hooking up with his boss who had a really big dick. Now, she didn't really do it behind his back. He kind of was in the know. And this is the point where I was like, is this story really true? I don't know. But, you know, this is the story goes. She started fucking his boss. His boss, though, didn't know that he was in the know, right? He thought he was cheating with his subordinate's girl. But he, but he knew that his girl was fucking the boss. And he loved... Nothing more than that. His girl loves BBC. That's what she was into. They also have other bulls, some bouncer from a club, and he talks about what she does with that bull. And he just talks about how he loves being humiliated by all of that kind of good stuff. He also likes chastity play, and he talks about all of it. I do at the end tell him that I think he's full of shit, (laughs) but he's a good sport. I never, listen, my factor fictions are never done without the person knowing that I didn't believe them or don't really buy it. I Like I said to him on the episode, you'll hear me say, and I'm going to say it now. I think he's a really good liar, but I think some of you are going to be like, he's so good that he's not lying. I don't know. He doesn't sound like a liar, but for some reason I thought that he was, but he knows that towards the end, I didn't believe him. He's okay with me putting it out as a fact or fiction. I did ask him for his girl to come on, but that never happened. And is that proof of uh, this being fiction? No, I don't think so. Because a lot of people who are telling the truth, their partners don't know and they don't want them to know and they're not, they don't want to call in. So I don't necessarily think that that's the big reason that proved to me that he was lying. I just had a feeling. That's what I think. I love my factor fictions uh, because I think some people agree with me and some people don't. And I love that. I love for people to fight with me and debate with me. Not fight, but debate <laughs> with me. Uh, that they think I'm wrong. I'm okay with that. I don't mind if you disagree with me. Put it out there. Tell me what you think. You could comment on YouTube. This is the Fact or Fiction. It's a bonus episode. I throw these out every now and then. Chris, small dick, small penis, small penis humiliation. <laughs> You're going to love it. Let me know if you think it's fact or fiction. I'm going to be right back on with Chris. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hi, Chris. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? <clears throat> I am wonderful, Kathy. I am a huge fan of your podcast. It's wonderful. I try to listen every single week that an episode gets released. Oh, I love that. I release so many episodes a week now, too, just to make sure that everybody has something that they're interested at least once a week, if not three times a week. (laughs) I have a feeling your episode is going to go on a fetish Friday because (laughs) you do have that small dick thing going down. But you also, because you have that, and I think sometimes it goes together, right? Like you happen to also be a cuck and you're your girl shares you with BBCs. You got a lot of other stuff going on as well. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. That's that's absolutely right. Uh, our relationship didn't exactly start off that way, but it, it 
eventually moved in that direction. Oh, well, let's get that whole story because it's interesting to hear how, a, a, you know, a relationship doesn't start out that way and then eventually gets there. Listen, you, you got a small dick. I don't know how small it is. Why don't we start there? Let, first, give me your stats. OK, how small is your dick? <laughs> it's it's right at three inches when I'm hard and it's pretty, it's pretty thin. It's on the thin side. It's a thinny. Oh my God. So it's, it's not only really short, it's very thin too. So you got like a pinky. Yes, ma'am. Pretty much. Yes. Looks like a pinky dick. Like it looks like a pinky sticking out between your legs. Yes, ma'am. Interesting. So is that considered a micro penis? Yeah. Right. I've never, I think you're right, but I've never been like officially diagnosed with it. Yeah, of course, because probably when you were born, they didn't really talk about it. They never did anything. It's sad because I think that there's something about giving the child testosterone when they're really young or something. They could actually change that. It's like a a hormone issue in utero or something, and it fucks with your life. Now, how do you go from being self-conscious about it to being turned on to it? Because there has to be that shift at some point in your life, right? Yes. When I was at a cousin's house, when I was around 13 or 14, I just kind of thought I was a late bloomer. Mm-hmm. And some of her friends were there. It was in a swimming pool. And I got pantsed in front of the other girls. And I, I kind of liked hearing them laugh at me. They were Some of the girls were a few years older, so they had already seen real real cocks, I guess you could say. Yeah. And they just went on and on about how small it was. And it just kind of went from there. Wait a second. So before those girls looked at you and laughed, you had no idea that you had a really small penis and it was like abnormally little. I knew that it was that I was small. I I had caught peaks of of porn and I had seen other guys in in locker rooms and those kind of things. So I knew that I was very small, but I didn't know that I liked the, the, the kind of the negative attention from girls, the, the laughter and that kind of thing until it happened. And I liked it. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? I mean, it's better than being horrified, yeah. right? I mean, I, I mean, because what's the other side of that situation? You feel like you're smaller than average. You kind of have an inkling about that. You get pantsed at a pool party and all the girls laugh at you and you want to go home and off yourself. I mean, because it's horrifying if it's horrifying, but it happens to be right. an actual turn on for you. So what did you get like a little Woody or something? No, not not until a little later because I was in the pool water. There was already shrinkage on top of it, too. <laughs> oh so it God. looked like I had nothing. Oh, my goodness. But wait, so you those girls see you, they laugh. You don't realize, or you do realize that you're turned on by it, right, immediately, correct? Yes. I think that's the first time that I knew that I was turned on by it. Mm-hmm. And then what happens after that? Okay, so... At the party, I had I was kind of being a little brat, mm-hmm. and it was a birthday party. I um, would do the stupid things like slapping girls' butts, and one of them, I pulled her top down. And where I messed up is I made fun of her boobs. I, I made fun of how small her boobs were, not even thinking that the same thing could happen to me. Oh, this was before they pulled down your pants. Yeah, yeah, this was before. Okay. So about 
30 minutes later, we were doing some rough housing, some playing, and I was standing by the edge of the, near where the diving board is. And one of them, one of the girls, walked up behind me, pulled them down, and pushed me into the water while she was, she stepped between my legs. So she was actually holding the swimming trunks and I fell into the water. So then they were completely off. Mm-hmm. And five or six girls, that's all that were there between ages of, I was, I was 13 at the time. So they were between ages of probably 14 and 16. And they could all see because the water didn't hide anything. And my hands definitely didn't either. Right. Not to mention, I had to get out of the pool and then chase after one of them to get my trunks back. So you're really exposed at that point for a very long time. Very much. Okay. So now you realize that it turns you on the whole time it's happening. Yes. Yes. And then how do you proceed? Does it become like something that you start fantasizing about when you're jerking off? Yeah, I start fantasizing about it when I'm jerking off. I start searching it, looking for humiliation porn. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's a lot of that. So, yeah, it it definitely became a huge interest in me. And it's kind of hard to to actively seek that out in a relationship, especially when you're a teenager. Totally. I've had other guys. I haven't aired them yet. I don't know why. I just, it's Fetish Fridays or every other Friday, but I've had guys call in. And it it, sometimes, a lot of times, it destroys a relationship because it's hard for, I assume, as a female to ride that fine line between respecting and being completely turned on to your guy and fulfilling his desire for you to act totally disrespectful and unturned on. Do you know what I mean? Because to be calling him names and to be humiliating him is like the antithesis of what you, you would feel towards your guy, right? But that's what you're looking for. So it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first few se- somewhat serious girlfriends I had, kind of grown, grown up in a religious area, sex didn't really come up that often, but the few times it did, I think some of them were virgins, and they, I think they knew I was small, but they didn't quite know how small I was. Mm-hmm. But those relationships never asked. I did have a few of the girls that I went out with that had been around the block, so to speak, they knew. How did they know? A couple of them giggled. Well, they had been with other guys, so they knew they went out on a date with me, and then because you pulled your pants down in front of them, I thought there's no sex going down at these in in your high schools. What you were saying, so no, you did get to that point where you would, you know, yes, it was just very, very rare for me, especially for me. But it was it was kind of rare in the area. Mm -hmm. So when I would find somewhat of a girl that liked to be around and explore, those knew exactly how small I was. Didn't mind telling me. Mm-hmm. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 
420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. And would would those relationships last or would it be a one and done? Like, Oh my God, you're so fucking small. I can't handle this. And I can't be with you. Oh anymore. no. One and done. That's what one I'm and done. Yeah. I would usually get a, a pity hand job or something like that, but it was always just one and done. And then I'm, I'm sure that girls talk. So other girls kind of knew. Yeah. That's what I would feel like. Eventually word on the street is that guy has a tiny dick. Correct. Yeah, that that becomes the word on the street. And then, you know, I think some girls think, well, she's just saying that because uh, she got mad at him. And then so I was still able to get dates. But one girl one time said, it's true. You are tiny. And I almost came when she said it. I almost had an orgasm from that. Yeah, because that's your top of the mountain. But like I said, it's so opposite of what's going on with that female. And so therein lies a big problem for you because you're like, how do you ever have a relationship with somebody? It must be a tough position when you're that age. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So so I didn't go to college. I'm a smart guy, but but not not school smart. So I eventually got a job and started dating around. I would go to bars to try to find people. Well, I found my current girlfriend uh, about four years ago. She's um, about a year and a half older than me. Started off well. We went out on about three dates before anything happened down south. And on the third date, we went back to her place to have sex. Where'd you meet her? She told me up front that she... Wait, where'd you meet her? I met her at a bar. Okay, so she's never heard wind of, like, she's never heard about... Right. You. Okay, cool. Go on. So she, she knows nothing about it. So I'm always a little, I don't know how to bring that up. Of course. So it's the third day. That's generally the time when things really start to happen if a relationship is going to kick off. So she told me that she was kind of kinky and can be somewhat aggressive in bed. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. But, Ooh, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> she yeah. asked if I was okay with that. And I said, yeah. So we, we go back to her place and she wants to tie me up. I've never been tied up before because it's never really been my kink, so I don't know what to expect. She told me to strip down to my boxers, and I thought, okay, well, at least there's no reveal. So I stripped down to my boxers. The lights are dimmed kind of low. She ties me to all four corners of the bedpost. Mm-hmm. She teases me for several minutes, kissing me all over, gently biting my nipples, my neck, my thighs. And then she gets some scissors and starts cutting the sides of my boxers. And then she just rips them away, and there it is, revealing my very, very small, tiny white penis. Okay. And she just shouted, what the fuck is that? (laughs) She saw how small I was, and I I responded, wait, wait, I I know it's small, but I can take care of you in other ways. And she gave kind of a wicked laugh and said, no, a cock is at least eight inches long. This is a dick or a dicklet or maybe even a clitty. <laughs> a dicklet or a clitty. Oh, my God. So she's funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she looked in my eyes, and I kind of looked away and shame a little bit, even though I was turned on, because she can tell I'm hard. She smiled and said, we can still have fun. So I'm relieved at that point, because I really did like her a lot. Yeah. So 
that's when some of the domination started taking place. She sat on my face and made me eat her out while she gave me a handy and part of a blowy. Now, she could tell I was getting close because my legs would stiffen up and my, my paws would get tight. And she would just stop right before I reached the mountaintop, so to speak. She did this several times to the point I started begging her. And this is where I found out just how kinky and dominating she was. She told me that I could only be allowed to come if I would eat it. Oh. I've never done that at this point. Wait, eat what? Wait, and you I've could only come if you what? If I would eat my cum. She would oh. let me have an orgasm if I ate it. Oh, she is the perfect girl for you. And a lot of guys that want girls like this. I mean, I think they're hard to find. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're yeah. extremely hard to find. Yeah. So I was I was very eager to come. And I agreed to do it. She was telling me things like, make this tiny dicklet cum. And saying that while getting manually manipulated, I lasted seconds. Yeah, I could imagine. She took a shot glass. She took a shot glass and caught my cum in it. So she sat there for a little while as I was coming down from the orgasm high, and she told me that she still liked me, but if I wanted to keep dating her, I was going to have to essentially be her bitch. (laughs) So I'm still tied up laying there naked next to this woman, and she says, if I agree to that, then good. I I was in love with her, so I said yes. And then she said, okay, and she took the, the glass, put it up to my lips, and said, drink up, which, I, of course, I did. Wow. She gave me a, the same wicked laugh that she gave earlier, and she started getting dressed. So at this point, I'm freaking out because I'm still tied up. And I said, hey, are you going to tie me? And she laughed and said, nope. I'm going to go meet my girlfriends for a couple of drinks, and I'll be back in an hour or two. No so I said, fucking. Whoa, I'm claustrophobic. So, wait, wait, wait. I'm claustrophobic just listening to this. Now you're stuck in your yeah. bed tied up? In her bed tied up. Oh, yeah. my God. And you really couldn't get out? So, no, no, no. She had, it wasn't rope. They were almost like some sort of actual restraints that you would get at a BDSM store or something like that. She was a professional. So I was, I was tied up. Wow. So here I was freaking out. I'd been to lunch and on several dates with this girl and she had left me alone in her apartment, tied up naked in a cold room with a now tiny shriveling dick just on display. She did come back after about an hour or two and she blew me a kiss and jumped in the shower and then she came and sat on my face again. But this time she made me lick and worship her ass. Mm-hmm. Well, I played with her dick and I, of course, got hard again. And once again, I came. And this time she rubbed it on her, on her breast, and I licked them clean. Then she untied me finally. And after that, we had a, we had a long discussion about how she liked me and she wanted to be with me. But I was going to have to be okay with her dominating me and humiliating me for her to get off. And then after we had this discussion, we we watched some movie. I don't even remember the movie, and things were very normal and, and continued like that. So every time that we would go out, we would she would tie me up. I would eat her out. She would go meet her girlfriends for an hour or two, leaving me the same exact way. It was very, very uh, routine. Mm-hmm. She would come home tipsy or drunk, get in the shower, and then grind on my face until she had an orgasm or two. Right. Well, so, oh, my goodness. I'm sorry, but this is two soulmates meeting. <laughs> 
I mean, the fact that she's like, you're going to date me, but only if you let me humiliate you and dom you. And I mean, this is like exactly what you were looking for. Yes, pretty much. It was like a godsend. Yeah. So, however, there's one thing missing from our relationship that she definitely um, was wanting and needing. And that was big black cock. Right. That's where this comes in. So how long are you dating before she brings that up? Well, it it wasn't brought up per se. It started off, uh, you know, during our sessions, we would start watching porn together. Mm -hmm. Um, It was on her TV, but I think it was it was hooked up to her uh, computer. And like I said, I'm, I'm not a real nerdy guy and I don't know much about how Internet cookies work. So she would pull up a website like Pornhub or X videos and all of the porn on the recommendations page were white girls getting fucked by big black cocks, big black cock gangbang, white girl cheats with BBC, cook old eats cream pie, just things like that. And I thought, wow, this is all that's the porn that's on these websites. That's weird. <laughs> so she would pick a video and we would get off to them. Yeah. While watching the video, she would often comment about how hot it was and how big black cocks were better and the porn was always interracial it was always and often ended up with an under endowed white boyfriend cleaning up another guy's cum Mm -hmm. so after let's see a few months after that so we'd probably been together about six or seven months at this point she started to visit me at work on my lunch breaks I introduced I introduced her to my boss, who would just went on and on about how lovely and attractive she was. So I am about five foot six, mm-hmm. and I'm obviously white and tiny. My boss at the time, he's no longer my boss. He he got promoted about a year ago. Was black, six foot three or four, and very athletic. Mm-hmm. She was very she's a very sex positive person so she always dressed i hate to say slutty but she would just dress provocatively she was always wearing tops where you could see she wasn't wearing a bra and this is not like a professional work environment so it didn't really matter so if she was wearing a thong it would be she would have a visible whale tail if she wore pants or sometimes she would wear no panties at all in a skirt when she came to visit me the first time you could tell she was turned on. Her nipples were definitely hard and visible. So his office is next to mine. They, they made some small talk. I went back to my office, which is just just down the hall and at the edge of hearing what somebody is saying. She asked him if she could get a job there, and he said, sure. And they said he didn't have any openings, but, you know, when they did, he would, he would of course, keep her in mind. So she took his cell phone number. And walked over to the door and listened as she was telling goodbye. And she said, I'm a hugger. And I could hear her hugging him. And I heard her say the words, Jesus, is that a baseball bat? Oh, my goodness. And he laughed and said, it's all me, baby. How old is your girlfriend at this time? Walked, wait, wait. How old are you guys? Do what? How old are you guys? Okay, so I am 25 and she is 26. Okay, and how hot is she? Why don't you paint a little bit of a picture? Okay, so if you had to put her on like a number scale, if, if five was average, ten was model hot, she's probably about a seven. Okay. so She's, she's thin. Mm-hmm. She's got, her boobs aren't gigantic, but they're perky. And she's got a nice butt, kind of a dirty blonde hair, 
mm-hmm. and uh, green eyes. Does she know you're calling into the show? No, no clue. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, you need to send me like anonymous pics of her, but I don't put anonymous pics of people that are don't know about it. You know what I mean? So we can't do that. So anyway, so she's young. She's uh, pretty. She's hot. She now makes this inappropriate comment, or they're both being, I mean, they're both kind of like flirting with each other, with your boss. She's flirting with your boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she didn't really try to hide it from me. She she was giggling when she walked out of the office and towards me with a huge grin on her face. And then she told me everything that, that I could hear when we got in the car. And in the car, it was my lunch break. She gave me a hand job. Mm-hmm. That's how turned on she was. So then she would come up there a couple of times a week. Not every week, but it was usually two times a week. And each time she would go in and quote unquote hug him. And she would flirt, but she would never do it in front of me. But she would always tell me about it. She always got turned on by these interactions. So I would always benefit immediately in the parking lot. If I get my hand job or if I was really, really lucky, I'd get a blowjob. Blowjobs were always better, but she had a rule. If I came in her mouth, she would snowball it into mine and make me swallow. Mm-hmm. So one day she called me and said that she was about to accidentally text my boss a picture she sent me the picture first and it was of her naked sucking a big black dildo so his name is the same name as mine okay so she could she could justify by saying that it was an easy mistake i was pretty hesitant at first for her to do this but i knew that if she was turned on like always i would benefit from it so wait a second you You and your boss have the same name Yes. Okay. And she was like, I'm going to, she's, I'm going to set it up and do this pretend thing where I send it to him, but I'm going to let him think that I made that by accident. Okay. So you're in on that. Well, she was essentially telling me she wasn't exactly asking for my permission. Okay. So, so I told her, okay. And she sent the text to him. And after about 20 minutes, she said that he responded by sending a picture of a very large, black cock which she said she's assumes it's him because it looked like it was in his office okay which she texted me and made sure she told me how big and black and beautiful it was so she texted him immediately she let me see all these texts later she texted him immediately and told him that she accidentally saved his name in her phone as the same name as mine because we have the same name and sent him the message that was meant for me he asked her what she thought about it she told him that there was no way that that was real, that no guy has a dick that big. Mm-hmm. He asked her if she had ever been with a black man, and she said no, that his cock was scary, and she didn't even know if she could get the head in her mouth. She then begged him not to tell me about it, and he laughed and texted that her secret was safe with him and laughed and went LOL and said that she can send him pics anytime. Well, so it started to escalate. She wanted to, I guess, up the bar a little bit. So she really started teasing him next week. But no more text happened after that, at least not that I know of. And she would always tell me about it after the fact. But she would come in to see me in a really short skirt. It was the kind of flimsy skirt that a small amount of wind would would pick it up and show you everything under it. And like usual, if she was wearing a skirt, she wasn't wearing panties. Mm-hmm. When she came out to the car afterwards, she was super horny and confessed to me that she accidentally dropped her purse accidentally in quotes when she was walking out of his office after a very long hug 
and she bent over to pick it up, and she turned her head to, of course, see him staring, and he said, God damn. And she just did a little giggly, flirty laugh and walked out. So that progressed to when she would come up and see me, she would flash him or show him her tits or her ass. And he got bolder and bolder during their hugs, and he began to, to cup her butt cheeks or lightly touch the crack of her ass or brush his hands on her tits. She always giggled and then pushed his hands away, almost almost like she... I, it's difficult to explain what she was doing, but just like, oh, you're so bad, those kind of things. That probably went on for about a month. And the whole time, he never says anything to me about it. So, so I don't know at all. One night, when we were watching a really hot interracial video, it was a white woman, blonde hair, wearing pigtails, giving a big black cock a blowjob. She mentioned that the guy looked like my boss, and she kind of looked like the woman. And I jokingly said, yeah, that's my worst nightmare. She got really turned on and gave me an amazing hand job while she started taunting and teasing me about how hot it would be to suck my boss's cock. Needless to say, I, I finished really, really hard. So then two days later, she came up with the idea to actually go through with it. She called me and told me to come out to the car, and we talked about it. She was wearing pigtails, just like the woman in the video. She had a mini skirt on. She had a crop top that was kind of loose around her breast. She said that she would make him promise not to ever let me know about it. I reluctantly agreed, and she looked me in the eyes and asked if I was sure about it. And if this happened, there would be no going back from it. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Yeah, I could hear you. But so, what I don't understand is that you're saying, like, in one sense, it's my worst nightmare. But the other sense, you're totally turned on. Is this something that you were, like, in conflict with? Like, you didn't know whether you were going to be into it? Because it sounds like well, you were fucking into it. I was, I was okay with the teasing, but I, I didn't know because that, that does, it does cross a line into fantasy to reality. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm asking about. Um, so like you were so confused. I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah. So I yeah. was, I was definitely confused and conflicted. Mm-hmm. So she actually did ask me if it was okay. Well, normally she doesn't ask me but if she does something, whether it's okay or not. And I didn't want to lose her and I kind of was her bitch. So I, I agreed. So I called him on my cell phone and told him that I had to take an early lunch break and I had a couple errands to run and I would be back in an hour or so. So she very happily played with my little dick for a few minutes, got me really hard and then gave me a kiss on the lips and she went inside. When she got to the door, she called my cell phone and told me I could listen but I was not to jack off or I would be punished. And that was really humiliating to think about because here was my girlfriend going into the office with the intention of giving my boss a blowjob and I was going to get to listen to it. And I wasn't even allowed to jack off. So she put the phone in her purse and I listened as she went into her office. She knocked on the door, opened the door and I can hear her say, Hey, you just missed Chris. He left about 10 minutes ago. She called me an asshole and said that today was our anniversary and I was supposed to be taking her to lunch, but I must have forgotten. She was acting really pissed and talking about how she did her best to look pretty for me 
And then she asked him if he thought she looked pretty, and he said, hell yeah. She told him that she needed to get a little revenge on me, and she wanted to see if the rumors about black men were true, and she wanted to know if that photo that he sent was real. He he laughed and said, okay, and I could... I couldn't really hear a whole lot at first because the phone was in her purse, so it must have shifted around. But I could hear a belt buckle being undone, and then I heard a zipper being pulled down. And she said that she had never seen a cock like that before, and it was the biggest, most beautiful thing that she had ever seen. And he told her that it was okay if she wanted to touch it, and she was acting kind of innocent, and she said that it looked scary. And then he started playing with her and said, well, make friends with it. Tell it hello. And she started doing that. He said, touch it. And she touched it. And she said, wow, it's really warm. And he asked her if I was that big. And she told him, hell no, that I'm tiny. And that's why in the phone, the names are now Little Chris and Big Chris. They both laughed. And he told her to give it a kiss. And I could hear her giving a loud, wet kiss. She knew I was listening, so she really played up talking about his big black cock, how good he tasted, and how just the biggest that she had ever seen, uh, how she couldn't get her hand all the way around it, how mine disappeared in, in one hand. She said that, wow, this must be 10 inches, and he laughed and said, it's 9.5. How about little Chris? And she stopped. I could hear her slurping and sucking, and she stopped to say, oh, two and a half to three inches and pretty thin. And then he didn't really mention me anymore, but he was telling her to do things like suck that black cock, suck those balls. And then I started hearing the sounds of her gagging. I became apparent that he was throat fucking my girlfriend. So I'm sitting there in the car and I can hear the sounds of my boss throat fucking my girlfriend. So after just a few minutes of that, he said that he was close and asked if he could come in her mouth. And she said he wanted him to come on her tits. I heard him saying, fuck, really loud, and she moaned and said, mmm, come on my tips, daddy. Then I heard her say how sweet his cum tasted. He said for her to kiss his cock clean, and I could hear her kissing and slurping for a few seconds. And then she told him that she was going to go before I got back and told him not to say a word to me about it or she would never do it again. And he said, my lips are sealed. So a couple of minutes later, she whispers into the phone and says, holy fuck, I'm coming to the car now. She hung up the phone. The next thing I knew, she was getting in the car, and my mind is just swirling. I have no idea what to think or how to feel. She told me to get in the back seat, and I did, and then she got in the back seat. She looked at me with a little uncertainty. She was, I'm sure, worried about how I was feeling. She kissed me very gently on the lips and said, oh, poor baby, I still love you. She didn't tell me that she loved me that often, so that was kind of nice and reassuring. Her lipstick had been completely worn off. Her makeup had ruined just a little bit, and she pulled back away from me, and that confident, dominating voice was back. She pulled the, the crop top away and down from her tits, and I could see that he definitely came there. They were wet, and she said, these tits aren't going to clean themselves, and Again, my mind is just rolling, and she guides my head to her tits, and I gently licked and sucked my bosses come off of my girlfriend's tits. And afterwards, she gave me a hand double, telling me about how pathetic I was, that I was okay with my girlfriend giving my boss's black cock a blowjob. 
and I really do love the humiliation, and I came probably quicker than I've ever come in my life. And she was going on and on about how pathetic my cock look in her hand compared to his, because she caught my cum in her hand and made me lick and suck her fingers clean. So we had a very long discussion after I came down from that orgasmic high about how I was now her cuckold. She agreed that she would never cheat on me with a white guy, but I had to understand that she was going to be both sucking and fucking black cocks from now on. In her mind, sex with a black man was not cheating when you're in a relationship with a white guy that has a tiny dick. She explained to me that this had been a rite of passage with her friends, her group of friends in both high school and in college, and that they all cheated with black guys. Her group of friends that she hangs out with now, I've, I've met them. About half of them, she says, cheat with black guys on a regular basis, and they're, they're boyfriends, and one of them's husband has no idea. So that makes a lot of sense, because I would often get smirks from them, and I just assumed that they were laughing, and they knew about my, my little problem, I guess you could call it. But no, she was, she was telling them about the cuckold thing. So that Friday night, it was it was like always. We wound up at her place. We had moved in to my apartment, but she had to keep hers because it was closer to work, and she still had her her lease wasn't up. She signed like a three. It's something crazy, like a three year lease. So we wound up back at her place. She tied me up. She put on some cuckold porn and jerked me off and sat on my face. Then she went out to meet her girlfriends, like she's done probably fifty times before. This time, she came home after about two hours, drunk and tipsy, but instead of getting in the shower, she came right in and sat on my face. She grinded on my face, and as she wrote it, she asked me how that black man's cum tasted. And I was like, oh, my. And after she rode my face to a couple of orgasms, I was, again, allowed to get off of the hand job, and while she was giving me the hand job, she confessed that every time in the past when she had gone out with her girlfriends, she was also meeting and fucking different black guys. Oh, not just your she boss. She would get in the anymore. shower when she got home to clean up any cum that was leaking out or that was on her. But mm -hmm. since I was her cuckold now, there was no point that I could just clean her up myself. So she really embraced the lifestyle after that. And she even has a Queen of Spades tramp stamp tattoo. So she would give my uh, boss a blowjob a couple of times a month, and it was the same thing. I was to tell him I had to go to lunch, and then she would show up and give him a blowjob and then come out and make out with me while taunting me about it. She eventually did fuck him in my office of all places one time. She said she wanted to be bent over on, the, on my desk and for him to fuck her. And I didn't get to hear it. I don't know what happened. She was supposed to have called me, but she didn't. But she came out. Instead of getting in the car, she told me to follow her around the back of the building where no one was. And she lifted the back of her skirt, and he had come all over her ass crack. And she told me to get on my knees and clean it up. And... um let that me ask you a question. Does your guy, does your Go boss, ahead. is your boss like thinking that you don't know about this? He's thinking that I don't know anything about it and he doesn't treat me 
he's not mean to me. He's, if anything, I can always tell that that something has happened because he's unusually nice to me. Okay. Afterwards. Okay. So, see, about six months ago, she started putting me into chastity, so I can't play with myself anymore. Mm-hmm. Now we went to a we went to a toy store, and she knows that I love being humiliated. So she went to one of the women up front, and she asked where the chastity devices were. And the lady told her where it was, and she said, "Can you show us?" And the lady was very professional. And said, okay, well, here's here's all the sizes we have. And she looked at each one of them, and she was looking at the the total inches that would fit in it. And she said, no, 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 no. He's way smaller than this. I need the smallest one you have. And the sales lady, again, was very professional, but I swear she was smirking several times when she thought I wasn't looking. Right. So that's pretty much how my life is as a but so you bought the but so now are you doing the whole chastity thing are you getting hardcore into that yeah it's cheap it's really more of a kind of a let's see a prelude to essentially us getting off she she likes to let me out a little too frequently i wish she would take a little more control but i'm scared to tell her that because i don't want to do what's called topping from the bottom what is that that's where the person that's the submissive is telling the dominant person what to do. Oh, but okay. I do wish she would leave me in it. The she most she leaves me in it is a day or two at most of the time. And what would you want? You'd want to be longer than that. Much longer than that. Right. Why doesn't your girlfriend know that you're calling into the show? I mean, this is an open bitch. Like, why has it? Why isn't she not in the know? She doesn't like it whenever I look at porn or she doesn't know that I listen to your podcast. And she wouldn't want you telling her story. Is what you're Pretty saying? Pretty much, no. I think that's it. Now, yeah. does she still see that guy, your boss? No, because he got promoted and he wound up getting transferred to another city. Okay, so he's not around she anymore. He does occasionally. No, he's not around anymore. And he never said a word. She she joked the last the last sexual encounter with him was anal, and he came inside her, and I was told to lick her clean. Mm-hmm. But no, he he never knew anything about it. But she definitely definitely got off on that, and I and I hate that he got promoted. He probably does too because I'm sure he misses that benefit. But doesn't she have these other BBCs that she sees? Is she yes. still continuing that? Yes. She still sees several others at, at the, the bar that they go to. One of them is the bouncer. And she will either fuck him in the back room or bathroom. Or she'll find a random guy. that She won't just let anybody come inside her. But she will let random guys come on her or give a blowjob. Mm-hmm. She wants us to go to a nude beach this summer and keep me in a chastity device there. That's kind of our plan once it gets warmer. Is she like a and professional got, anything? I mean, she sounds a little bit like a professional. She was a stripper. Okay, but she was never she was like a, a dom. from age 18 to, no. She was okay. a stripper from 18 to 23. Okay. She said that some, I'm surprised I didn't mention that until now. She said that some guys would have her do things like hit them in the balls and slap them and those kind of things. But 
she never really got into doing that professionally. Because it just sounds like she really, well, I guess it's like a turn on for her. I mean, she's just naturally into doming you. I mean, that's what turns her on, correct? Do you guys ever have any kind of different kind of sex? Is there ever any kind of just normal, intimate sex between you guys? Yeah, the few times, we don't do that that often, but the few times we do, it usually winds up with me eating the cream pie out of her still. Mm-hmm. But she's, there are times when she's sweet and not mean, if that makes sense. Well, I would assume, listen, sex is never the whole part of a relationship. I mean, it's just a little piece of the pie. I mean, I would assume that you sure. guys, if you're dating, have a life outside of the bedroom. Yes, are yes. You... outside of the bedroom, things yeah. are pretty normal. None of our friends, other than, well, none of my friends, hers know, but none of my friends and neither of our families know. But I'm just saying, so, you know, is there ever a time that you guys are having any other kind of sex or is every single time you guys are engaging together, it's this dynamic where she is doming you, she fucks somebody else, it's all humiliation. I mean, is it ever romantic? (laughs) That's what I'm asking. Very rarely. Mm -hmm. I would say probably one out of every 10 or 15 times. I mean, is that even satisfying for you? Uh, definitely, definitely. But it's it's not really for her because I'm so small and she's used to bigger guys. Right. When you're used to eight and nine girthy big black cocks, having a, a three-inch skinny white one isn't going to do very much. And even though she loves me, she, she can't really feel me. So it's not really satisfying when you guys are together for her and for you. Those times I think she... She fakes like it feels good because I, I don't think she wants to hurt my feelings mm-hmm. <laughs> on those, those so-called normal times. But I know. I know she can't feel it. Now, how long have you guys been together? We've been together about four and a half years. So this has continued through the whole relationship from the beginning, from the get-go. How long into it was she starting with your boss? Okay, that was about six months into the relationship. And so for that whole time she was doing, your boss never found out that you knew what the fuck was going on? She said that she never told him, and that was the her original contingent thing with him, is if you ever tell him, I'll never do anything else. Was that a part of the turn on for you, too? The fact that he thought he was doing something? Because that's like even more humiliation, right? I mean, the more humiliation yes. involved, the better for you, correct? Yes, there was a there was a couple of times when I would go on one of these errands during my lunch break that she wanted me to call up there and he would answer his phone while she was giving him a blowjob. Right. That happened a couple of times. So that's a huge power dynamic, knowing that you're talking to your boss and saying, oh, I need a few extra minutes on my lunch break. Please don't be mad. And he's his dick is in your girlfriend's mouth that's a pretty big power thing for him well for everybody involved girlfriend got turned on by it and powerless for me so i would get turned on by the power dynamic now do you ever feel like have you guys ever done a a cuck situation where you're watching and being denied or is it always like you're not there at all yes and who is that we have done that the the bull from the from the club that was the bouncer okay doesn't happen real often, but 
maybe once, probably a total of seven or eight times in the past year and a half, she'll bring him over and she will fuck him in front of me while I watch. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm sitting there naked and in chastity. He's She gets weird when other people are involved in humiliating me. So she has told the, the other guys, don't just act like he's not there. But she will the whole time taunt me and... Let's see, she hasn't really made me fluff, but she has asked me to lick their balls a few times while she was on top of them. And I have licked her ass while she was writing. So you have got kind of involved sometimes on that thing. Well, I mean, listen, I can't believe, well, you, you've been together four years. Do you have any plan on put a, putting a ring on it, <laughs> marrying her? I'm waiting until the, the five-year mark. Plan on doing it on our fifth year anniversary. Now, does she like tell any? I mean, I'm assuming because she said all her friends uh, cheat too. That maybe her friends know about this dynamic. I think a couple of her friends do because she's told me that they do. Now, one of her friends has asked me questions about it, but I've just played dumb and said to talk to her, not to me. But I don't know exactly how much they do because she doesn't talk about it too much about what what her girlfriends do but she has just casually told me a couple of them are one of them's cheating on her her husband with the black guy he doesn't know and two of the others are cheating on their boyfriends and always have but you they don't they're cheating really cheating your girl isn't cheating on you you're in the know of everything it's, it's not cheating, she says, if boyfriend has a small white dick and it's with a big black cock. And it's not cheating because she tells you. Well, that too. <laughs> and you like it. I mean, you she has you have an open relationship. I mean, she's you're she's not doing anything that you don't know about. Correct. That's true. That's true. It is. It is completely open on her end, not on mine. You're not allowed to be with it. And I wouldn't want I wouldn't want it to be right. want it to be. Well, listen, Chris, okay, you're a very good storyteller. I wonder if this is just a fantasy of yours or reality. I think it uh, sounds almost too good to be true. <laughs> but if this is a true story, then you are every guy's fucking fantasy. Your girl is like the, you. I would call her a unicorn. I don't, you know, I know professional girls like that. I don't know how you find yeah. a girl that's really like that, but you found one. I wish she was in the know because I'd love to see her fucking picture or have her on and hear her story. Uh, there's a part of me that thinks that this is all just a fantasy made up. I don't know. I, will I have talk to, to just her. say that. I will talk to talk, her. And do, yeah. I will talk to her and see if I can get her consent and send you some pictures and see if I can get her to call in. And yes. Call even in if time. she just calls in and gives me one sentence to be like, yes, Kathy, this is all fucking true. She doesn't have to tell me anything, but I would love that. I would love to add that into this episode because I'm on the fence. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Can you do that for me? Yes. So you ask her, you try to see if you could get her to be okay with it. And if so, we'll have her on. If not, I don't care. I'm going to still put this out because if it's not true, people are going to love to hear your story because you're great at telling it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm still going to air it. I want to see what other people think. Everything that I've told you is true. Yeah. Okay. I, I listen. Like I said, I want proof. <laughs> no, I'm I just would... telling you. I'm just. I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean because I was listening to another episode not too long ago 
about a gentleman that was talking about his his wife and her friend. Oh, the hill, um, the hill. Fifteen, yeah, the hill. Yeah, that, <laughs> that story to me seems like bullshit. Completely. I know, but you know what? Like you, it's him, compelling. It's compelling. He was such a good storyteller, and he was so great that every now and then I will let someone go if it's so great, and then I put it out to the audience. What do you think? Because I still think it's an entertaining story. I do have to though. When I do kind of think some things like. Bullshit. I have to put it out there because I'm just like real like that. But it, it, because it's still if, because it's told so well and it is so good, I'm still going to air it. So I, and it makes to me, it just adds another dimension to the episode because the comments are not going to just be about the story. They're going to be like, Kathy, you're fucking wrong. This is totally true. Or, oh, my God, I totally you're, I'm with you. It's bullshit. I don't know. But I'm just putting that out there. Like yeah. I said, it adds another dimension. You told a great story. I'm hoping we get a little proof from your girl, but if not, it's still going up. Okay. And thank you so much for calling in and, and telling your story. Like I said, if it's true, it you pleasure. are, you are the envy of all guys with small penises out there. <laughs> <laughs> and you do disguise the voices. I do. Bit. Your voice will be completely disguised. Okay, Don't good. you worry. Okay. Good, good, good. All right. Small, Kathy, was, small uh, dick, Chris. Pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling in. <laughs> Thank you. It'll be up soon. Thank you. All right. Bye. bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous.